Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America, fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Walters. And here we go, hour two, hour one already in the books. Six Hour Studios fired up for you at AAR Ranch in Georgia. X Insurance presenting every minute of the broadcast, six days a week. We are in front of the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike, pleasure to have you here with us today. Great hour with Dave Workman. Let's kick off hour two. Greg in Dallas, Texas. How you doing, my brother? Uh, pretty good. It was good to hear Dave again. Yeah, it was, and he sounded great too. We do need to get some <laughs> yeah. copy. We really do. Get he's some all liners up from a cold. Yeah, get some liners from just, the voice. Boy, I'm telling you what, he can do it. You might might hear him running an intro for Armed American Radio coming up in the near future. Greg, would you be kind enough to tell people where to watch the show and to participate in the chat, please, as we get started? Sure. If you want to watch the show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. On the right-hand side of that website, you'll see three little hash marks. Give those a click. And you'll see all the links to watch live, listen live, and the podcast link to get caught up on anything you may have missed. We've also got the shop link if you'd like to support the show and pick up something nice over there. Uh, If you want to join our live chat, all you have to do is head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Boom. That'll put you right in. Now, my next guest coming up is Clayton Llewellyn, founder of Heaven's Harvest. And Clayton, welcome in, brother. Happy New Year, my friend. It's a pleasure. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you could make it in. I screwed up the hours, so I want to apologize to you on, on live on the air. I had you in hour two and Dave in hour one, and I told you hour one. You know, it happens. Don't hold it uh, against me. I hope. We'll live. So, I appreciate you jumping in with me. So, New Year was good. Oh yeah, yeah. I may have eaten too much, but a few years ago, I think I drank too much. Now it turns out I eat too much. Well, you know, both of those can be fixed. Just quit doing them for a little bit, and you'll be good to go. And, you know, the drinking part about it, you tend to make bad decisions when you drink and you eat all the wrong foods you're not supposed to eat anyway, right? It's part of the deal. It's kind of how that equation shakes itself out. I want to apologize, too, uh, if you're watching the show. I do not have a photograph of Clayton up here, uh, so we're just going to have the text overlay that says, On phone, Clayton Llewellyn, Heaven's Harvest Food. Clayton, let's get started. Preparation, okay? I want to talk... Uh, you know, we, t- we talk a lot on the show about preparation, avoidance, awareness, right? In order to avoid, you need to be aware. You have to prepare to avoid by being aware. Let me put it in those terms. And your family has made a decision to help Americans prepare. And I want to tie all this together with guns and the 2024 elections coming up. This is a volatile year, isn't it? How, how do you feel? Man, I, can I be honest with you, Mark? I don't I want think it you matters to. who's going I don't think it matters who gets in office. I think they have screwed this country up, screwed our currency up so bad that is it fixable at this point? I mean, it's just we've got an open border with people flooding across it. 
I'm sure you what's going. I'm sure you see what's going on with the BRICS countries right now. Yeah. I mean, we've we've ruined the dollar. Like I I don't think we've seen inflation yet. They I mean they're they're hiding the metrics of how they figure it now. Like, I just I don't know if it's fixable. I honestly don't. You know, and it's crazy. Like. I, like prepping was a conservative thing, you know. Owning guns was a conservative thing. We were crazy right wing conspiracists, and now you see people like Mark Zuckerberg building bunkers underneath their house. Ah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I want to talk with you a little bit about that. It's not just Zuckerberg. It seems like every big billionaire in the news that we know of. There's a lot of billionaires out there, ladies and gentlemen, that we don't know. Many of them lay low. Some of them you hear and you're like, "Who is that? I've never heard of that guy before." Well, that guy's worth $18 billion, right? He doesn't want you to know who he is. But the fact of the matter is there's a lot of billionaires building bunkers. I'm glad you mentioned that about Zuckerberg. Let's get a little conspiracy theorist here. You know, he bought an island in Hawaii, if I'm not mistaken. And he's building, you know, I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of stuff. What does that tell you? I mean, you're in the emergency food supply. You're in that. What, was, what does that say to Clayton? I mean, they know something we don't know. Ooh, you know but I was afraid you were going like, but again, I mean, what I wish somebody would explain to me the point of having this open border right now. You know, what I mean, like, I mean, honestly, what's I mean, we can all throw our theories out there. But even if you're on the left, like at this point, it's destroying your cities. Why are you doing that? What's the point of it? Let's go there. Let's you know? go there. Let, let, let me let me throw this at you. I, I believe it was the Sunday show. Well, maybe not Sunday. It might have been Friday. I forget what day it was. We've done so many shows. But it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want proof that what Clayton is telling you is is 100% gobzillion percent true, look no further than New York City and Chicago. We can just take both of those cities, Clayton. Mayor Adams, a dyed-in-the-wool, left-wing socialist liberal, sanctuary city. We welcome everybody. Now he's got everybody coming in. Thank God for Abbott, who is saying, fine, you can take him. A story out today on Abbott, crime, admitting that illegal, and he calls them immigrants, I'm going to call them aliens, are committing crimes. And what does he do? He blames the system. Well, we've got all these people that can't get work. They're standing around all day. What do you expect? I expect them not to commit crimes. That's what I expect. But you've now got Democrats screaming at the administration that the border is a mess. 300,000 plus people in December alone, Clayton. The, oh, biggest, yeah. it, the biggest number we've seen coming, in years. And the Democrat-run cities are screaming the administration's not doing anything. Why? Yeah. I, I don't know at this point. I Honestly, I can't figure it out. Like, I, I'd, love, I'd love for somebody to tell me why. You know what I mean? But it's, what, what's the answer to it? What, what are we trying to prove here? I mean, is our, are, do, have we promised so much in Social Security and welfare that we don't have the taxpayers now to fund it, so we've got to import more labor? But I be honest with you, I agree with Trump says like they're emptying their prisons and their jails and sending their criminals. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying all of them are like that, but if you had the opportunity to, to empty your country out, who are you going to send? You know, I mean, does Mexico love this because the more Mexicans they get in the United States, the more currency, the more money we're going to send back to them? Like, I mean, I, I don't, I just, I honestly don't understand it. Like, the things we're letting, you know. Russia get away with the things we're letting China get away with. I mean, we're just we're a weak, weak, weak country right now. Our our recruitment for the armed services is like an all time low. I mean, we it just where's honestly where's it go from here? This is why I get out of Florida. Like, put me up in the North Georgia mountains. Like, if this thing goes to hell, I want to be at least somewhere I can protect myself and protect my family. 
Yeah, you were not too far away from me down there in Florida, too. Weren't you down in Sarasota when I was in Tampa? I was. We were yep. fairly close. We were fairly close together. Yep. You know, the fact is that it is proof positive that it's intentional. When you have Democrat mayors in Democrat big cities, and it's easy to focus on Chicago, Los Angeles, and New York. Well, let's just say Los Angeles. Say California. California is now giving free health care to illegals as of January 1. Free health care. American citizens aren't getting free health care. They're paying for it, for all of it. Yep. So if Mark, you want you realize- any proof that it's intentional, that it is intentional because they're not stopping it. They're not even heeding the words of their Democrat mayors who are, are screaming at the top of their lungs. And uh, you know, at least some of them are obviously from the left. But nonetheless, the administration is doing nothing that clearly signals to me that it's intentional. And I wish I had an answer for you. I don't know why they're doing it, except I do. I don't now. get it. But look, I, I read an article last night that do you, a third of California's population is already on some kind of welfare. A third of their population. Like, that's crazy. With a $68.7 billion deficit or something crazy like that. Yep. Yep. And they're giving and away more money. Giving more away. You know, How I, do they I have it? Look, if I was running a deficit like that, I couldn't be donating to charity out of my pocketbook. How are they doing it? Oh, that's right. I don't have taxpayers funding my salary. The state does. They're just going to keep racking up debt. Let's not forget, as we get ready to turn the corner into the next break here in about a minute, the U.S. debt just topped $34 trillion, Biggest in its history. It is unsustainable, ladies and gentlemen, what we're talking we're, we're about. Never, we're never paying for that. We're going to go to war. Only way to fix it. Mm, you're saying the quiet part out loud. You were not supposed to say that. They'll never oh, pay no. for that. We're never going to fix it. It'll, it'll end up at war. We'll end up in war. And right now, the BRICS countries are aligning themselves, and we're trying to find allies at this point. But, I mean, I'm sure you saw Saudi Arabia's dipped away from us. Like, oh, it's yeah. just – and, I mean, we're I, – I, I, I believe we're the weakest we've been in a long, long time. And that sets us up for the next segment, which is what I wanted to talk with you about in this hour of the program – how important is being prepared for all of this, Clayton? And it's not just your food. I, I have you on here because you guys have those products, but it goes beyond just food. Now, we're getting ready to take a break, so I'll kind of throw this at you and think about it during the break. But let's look at preparation in total. How do you prepare? Look, we know it's going to be a volatile year. I'm very concerned about what's getting ready to happen in 2024 as we get closer and closer to the elections. I don't think either side is going to accept the outcome regardless of the election with what's going on in Colorado, with what's going on in Maine, throwing Trump off ballots, this, that, and the other thing. All they're doing is destroying what's whatever's left of a semblance of people believing the outcome of an election. They're just throwing that right down the toilet. How do we prepare for all of this? What should we be prepared for? What can we expect and how do we do it? Clayton's here to help us talk about that. We'll pick that apart when we come back on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Six Hour Studios, Crossbreed Holsters, Mike, X Insurance presenting it all. We'll be right back. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Uh, welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen. Six Hour Studios, Mark Walters, X Insurance, presenting all of it, filling your prescription for freedom today. In this hour of the program, 
in front of the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike, please go out of your way to visit all of our partners. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. If it's cold where you are, put the slippers that I have on my feet on, the MyPillow slippers. They are the best. And when the weather's cold, they're great when the weather's warm, too, because I wear them with just about anything, except shorts. I won't do that. But I do wear them with jeans. They're extremely comfortable. Visit armed or MyPillow.com slash armedamericanradio. All of the discounts are right there. Heaven's Harvest. We're talking with Clayton Llewellyn. And we'll talk a little bit more about preparation. We're going to go into that in great depth right now. But you can find all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com. Please visit them. They make all of this possible as we head into now our 15th year. It begins on April 27th. So, wow, it's been a long time on the air. Clayton Llewellyn, founder of Heaven's Harvest. Welcome in, my friends. Always a pleasure to have you here. Let's talk, let's talk some preparation. You know, I can remember back, I've always been intrigued by that stuff. I've all, you know, I lived in Florida like you. Weren't we were, most Florida residents are prepared, right? Except for those people that yeah. strip the store shelves of bread and milk during a storm. I've never figured that one out. Toilet paper, bread, and milk. But besides the point, most of us had some type of, you know, and even FEMA recommends it, right? FEMA recommends that everybody have, you know, a three-day supply of something. So let me have some fun with this. I've always enjoyed that kind of stuff. I like being ready. I've got plenty of guns, plenty of ammo. Could always use one more and could always use more ammo. I've got plenty of food, multiple 72-hour kits. I've got a lot of your food stored up. And I have go bags if necessary. But you know what? Every time I look at a go bag, I'm like, do I have everything I need? I'm never really positive about that. So from somebody like you who supplies those type of materials, what should people be looking for? Let's let's tie that into what we think might happen in 2024. You know, the cities well, could get ugly. We've seen it before. How, what do you prepare? What do you recommend? How do we do this? Well, that's and Mark. It's it's funny how like it's evolved over the years because. Eight or ten years ago, if you'd have asked me what to prepare for, I'd have said civil unrest. Like, riots in the cities, you know, towns burning down. You know, be be able to lock your front door and stay inside for a week or two, three weeks, you know. Like, that's the, – the food trucks aren't going to want to come into the grocery stores. Um, two years ago, if you'd have said, what should I prepare for, I'd have said the next pandemic. Give yourself three months' worth of food. Like, I mean, you remember last time. Had that been worse than what it was – can you imagine being locked in your house knowing that if you went outside, you're going to catch a virus that killed you? I mean, honestly, now I think we need to prepare for war. Like, I don't know how these problems in this country get fixed. I don't know how the problems in the world get fixed now besides with another war. And it's, it honestly feels like that's the direction they're steering us. You know, 80 years ago when we had the last great war, 90% of this country still lived on a farm. They were still self-sufficient. They still took care of themselves. They lived off of a well. You know, I mean, we don't, nobody has that anymore. And even, like, you know, me, who's in the survival food business, like, it's crazy how much for our day-to-day lives we rely on, 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 on water departments. We rely on the grocery store. You know, I mean, really paint the picture if that stuff shuts down. I mean, we've, I'm sure you've read the articles about oh, the yeah. Chinese inf- infiltrating, uh, like, water departments and our utilities. You know, to plant blood, to plant bugs in the utility departments, to to put anthrax in the water. Like this stuff is real. You know, and don't think for a second they're not going to do it. You know, I mean, we did. They just flew a balloon across the country, and our government let them do it. Yeah, and well, in, in our government know. over the years, we've been preparing for this. Look, we know this stuff can happen. Okay, we had an anthrax uh, anthrax attack in this country shortly after nine eleven. Yeah, 
you know, government agencies are preparing for this kind of stuff. And I, I want to you mentioned China. Let me go back to China for just a second. I have very good friends that were neighbors right across the street from me at the ranch that took a position of several years ago before all hell break broke loose, before the pandemic, scamdemic, dem panic of 2020. And during that scamdemic, they were about a year from being able to come back home to the states when they got locked in their homes. And as you well know, Chinese were starving in their homes. The Chinese government locked them in their homes. These people were running out of food. Remember the, the eerie videos in oh, yeah. Beijing of people banging the pots and pans at night? And you, had, you heard the audio of these people. They were screaming. They couldn't get food. I mean, all of this stuff is real, ladies and gentlemen. It just happened. And it can happen again. Don't, don't think it won't happen here. Well, That's you know, some of me. what we you mentioned already it. did. Riots. Yeah. I mean, we, our cities burned out. Well, if you were watching CNN, it was just peace, mostly peaceful protests. But we all know what it was. <laughs> and 2024 certainly is something that, I mean, I don't want it to happen, but I am certainly planning on it happening. Does that make me paranoid, Clayton? No, absolutely not. It makes you prepared. You know, like I said, people, it was funny. Everybody wanted to laugh at the preppers a few years back, and now you've got the left starting to prepare, too. They're not, they're not making a show of it, but they're certainly getting ready. You know, and it's, and it's you know, back, I heard you say go bag earlier. Like, and, and Mark, I, I agree with go bags and all that, too. But in the country this size now, I mean, unless you're living in Montana or, I mean, somewhere out west where there's somewhere to go, if you're on the East Coast, yeah, I mean, where do you go? so congested. Where are you going? I'm going to your house because I know where you're at and I know where the food is. I'll keep that on the lowdown. <laughs> Look, hey, but, I'll be honest with you. The town I'm in, we've 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 got groups. Not I hate to even say this, but there's groups of guys that have that have already made plans that if something happens, we've got plans to shut down roads and and block the town off. You know what I mean? We have that same thing here at the ranch. I, our, my neighborhood is prepared. We are prepared yep. to shut down access from the city into this area if necessary. And I know it sounds crazy, folks, but it's not. It's just called being prepared. Is there it does. Again, let me go back to this. Does that make me and dozens of my neighbors, rational people who work for very, very big companies, some of them doctors? Oh, one of them is like the head of a school system. Does that make us paranoid? Mark, you'd be shocked at who we send food to. Shocked. Like, and it, it has shocked me over the years who we're sending food to. Some like, of the names you see when they come in? Some of the names we see, some of the people that call. Like, it's crazy who's buying us. It's not crazy. I mean, it's it makes perfect sense. You know, I mean, like you said, the doctors, the lawyers, like, uh, politicians. Like, it's just... it. it People are getting ready. Like they, I, I honestly think they see what's coming down the pike. You know, it's this. We we've we've painted a happy picture. You know, and it's thank God for shows like yours and like the the media outlets now that aren't controlled by big business, where we're finally like starting to see the truth, starting to hear the truth. Can you imagine if we still got our news from Fox or NBC or CNN? No, I mean if, if that was the only news we could get right now, like how in the dark we would be as a society. And the minute you step out of line with those guys, they want to shut you down. You know, I, I hate to say Elon Musk is doing a great service to this country, but I mean, has it taken Elon Musk to save this country? Apparently, is it free speech ring again. You know, apparently, so, apparently it does. Apparently it does because if you look what happened at Twitter, 
over the previous yeah. years. You know, and, they and were literally that, shutting down you, me. I, uh, they still do. We still can't talk about things on social media. Hey, Clayton, we're getting ready to take a break. That's what the music means. When we come back, I want to. I want you to finish that conversation where we left it off. Does it take an Elon Musk? To save the country. Yeah, it might. We'll be back. Two more great segments. This is fun stuff to talk about. We'll be right back. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, I'm drinking Gatorade, uh, G-Fit, the uh, healthy, real hydration stuff, and not the Defender Coffee. I had enough Defender Coffee today, but uh, you can get it yourself at DefenderCoffee.com. Use the promo code AAR and support the right to bear arms with every sip of coffee that you take. Six-hour studios lit up. Crossbreed holsters, Mike, X-Insurance presenting it all. Let's go back to Clayton Llewellyn from Heaven's Harvest. You hear the spots on the show every week, heavensharvest.com. You hear me talk about it. Clayton Llewellyn is the founder. Clayton, welcome back. Does it take an Elon Musk to save the country? I'll throw that at you. I, you were asking rhetorically, but let's try to get an answer on that. It's a fun conversation. Man, I, think it, I think it does. I really think it does. I'll be honest with you. I despised that man five or six years ago, and now you will see the the more he opens his mouth, the more I like him. He's almost uh, he's a he's a tech wizard Trump. I mean, the guy has opened up Twitter back to free speech. You know, I mean, there's still some people shut off of it, but it seems like every day you turn around, he's letting somebody else back on it. Yeah, you know, and, and and the thing is, the politicians are fighting him like. You know, everybody's fighting him for this. Why are they trying to keep this stuff quiet? It's it's disrupting it's disrupting their narrative. So I do believe it does take somebody like Elon Musk to to give us our freedom of speech back. I mean, look at the J, like the January six tapes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He was the one that opened all that stuff back up and got it started. Yeah, let's uh, look. Let me. I'm going to make a bold statement here. It's a guess, but I'm going to guess I'm right. I can promise you. With a net worth of about $240 billion, even on a bad day, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to bet you that Elon Musk has a place to go when the proverbial feces hits the fan, be it on land, in the air, or by sea, Elon Musk has a stash to last him for a lot longer than you do. Is that a fair statement? Uh, I would say that's a fair statement. And, you know, like what's funny, what you just said right there and going back to go bags, like, again, I don't think it's a bad idea to have one, but that man will be able to get around the country regardless of what happens. You and I won't. Um, We need to have go bags ready, but we also need to be able to take care of ourselves in our home for an extended period of time. And the sad truth is look around your house when you get home. I can promise you there's not as much there as you think there is. If the power goes off and the water is shut off, Within two or three days, 95% of our society will be looting, robbing, stealing, and killing. Uh, yeah, most, it's frightening I mean, to think about. It is. Oh, it it's, it's fri- is. But, but we've seen it. I mean, we've seen the looting. I was in Florida. I saw what happened at Andrew. Drove right through it at Homestead month after yep. it happened. It was incredible. 
the destruction. We saw what happened in Fort Myers and, and throughout the state when, uh, you know, Wanda or whatever it was come through. Yeah, go ahead. That, that's, a, that's a localized problem. Wait till Imagine it hits the national. whole country. Imagine if it's national. Wait till it hits the whole country. And that's all we've dealt with. You know what I mean? Some earthquakes, you know, some uh, hurricanes. Like, these have been localized problems that FEMA's come in. And you see how fast FEMA responds, as that is. Right. But FEMA's come in and taken care of it. Imagine when it's on a national level. I mean, and it wouldn't take much to do that. I mean, an EMP attack would shut this country down. Like I said earlier, China's already in our electrical grid. I can promise you that the minute, like, war breaks out or something happens, the Internet will be shut off. Your phones will be shut off. The electrical grid will be shut off. Like, and nobody's ready for this stuff. You know, and it's, we talk to people every day that have, they've bought stuff in the past. And, man, I... This, this is what got me into this business is I had bought stuff in the past from a company that you hear every day on the radio. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I finally got the stuff, I sat down and went through it. And what they told me was a year's worth of food was like six months worth of food. You know, and that, that was for one person. So I'm thinking, all right, there's four of us in our family. We'll be able to, you know, and two little kids and two adults. We should be good for four or five months. You start breaking that up and we're good for a month, month and a half. You know, it just... If, if you've got this stuff, you need to really go back through and see what you have, because it's, there's been a lot of a lot of fibs told in the survival food business over the years. Um, a lot of this stuff is marketed as you need three servings of food a day, a breakfast, lunch, and a dinner. They just fail to tell you that that's only a tablespoon. No, nobody's regulating serving size. Right. Um, the, the water issue. You know, you can go a couple of weeks without food. You're only going to go a couple of days without water. And again, that's a silly thing to even think about. I mean, we're so used to just turning on the tap and having water. What if that water is polluted? What if there's something put in it? What if it's dirty? What if you can't get it out of the tap anymore? Yeah, what if it's off? Do you have a way to boil it? Do you have a way to filter it? Do you have a way to store it? I mean, all right. So let me let me stop you there because these are some of the questions I've often had. I I I think I have a lot of stuff, and I'm going to be honest with you. I probably have more than the average Joe, right? But at the same time. What else do I need? You just asked a great question because most of the survival food is going to require you see the commercials on TV, right? All you got to do is boil it up or you see the YouTube videos or the ads on some of these sites. All you got to do is boil the water and mix it up, throw in some of our beef, throw in some of our chicken and you've got a rice meal like the family's going to be having a happy meal when it's likely a very dire emergency. And at that point, the last thing on your mind is probably eating. Or at least oh, making yeah. a making a you know ooh let's all sit down and have a ooh give me some of the beef I can mix that in with the rice do we have any seed I don't think people are going to be thinking that so let's talk water I've always I've often wondered that and I'm going to admit I don't have this should I have a 55 gallon blue drum filled with water you that's know, treated you could do a 55 gallon drum a lot of people don't want to keep a 55 gallon drum um, I don't want to keep a 55 gallon drum I'll be honest with you that we've got something called water bricks they're on our website they're three and a half gallons. You can tote them around. They're easy to carry. You can bring them inside. You can stick them under your bed. I prefer something that size. Like, you go putting 55-gallon drums of water in your garage, it's only a matter of time before that's a nuisance and a pain in the butt. And yeah, I'm again, talking about those big that, blue things, you know? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yep. The big blue bins, yep. and they, they've got the chemicals that, what, treat the water. You yep. keep the water. Water lasts a long. A lot of people think yep. water lasts forever. It does not. Um no, yeah, I mean, there's it, nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with them. But again, they take up a lot of space and they're a lot of maintenance and a lot of care. Like I just, I'm, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't store water. 
I've got a place to get water, but I don't store water. If the power goes out and something goes down, I've got a way to filter it and a way to store it. I don't want to be looking over my water every three months to make sure it's okay. So that's part of the reason I don't do the fit. I mean, if you had a big farm or a big ranch somewhere and you, you know, nobody around to, to, to bother you or take care of it or steal it, that's one thing. But 99% of us, you know, live in a neighborhood or live in an apartment or live in a city where we don't have the ability to do that. So that's why I opt for the smaller containers with a water source that I can filter. You know, I've, I'll tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, this is just for fun. But I got a crick down in the holler behind the ranch here, Clayton. You've probably heard me talk about it before. Yeah. I'm drinking that out of a filter straw if I have to, okay? That, just having somewhere to get it is all that matters, man. Having somewhere so, to get it. And I'll tell you what, how many people don't have a plan to get water right now if the water goes out? Probably 99.9% of people don't. People just take for granted they're going to turn the faucet on. Now, I will say this. Uh, a lot of people, I, and I didn't even think about this until just now during this conversation, but I had a, a tankless water heater for years, and I loved it. It was great. You know, we, endless hot water. Yeah, it's fantastic. Until it took a crap on me. And I went back to a tanked water heater, right? I went to a 55-gallon, and I've, I've been happy with it. But a lot of people, and people in Florida have done this, as you know, will tap that water heater, right? There's 55 gallons of water in that water heater. They'll think, okay, that's emergency water. And I guess it could be, right? You could use that. Absolutely. But that's 55 gallons of water, okay? And I'm not saying that it's, you know, I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. I mean, it's a crazy conversation to have. But I'll tell you what, I'm doing all this with a gun on my hip and another one over my shoulder, Clayton. When we come back from the break, I want to continue the conversation. This is fun stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, preparation, avoidance, and awareness. You have heard me talk about these issues for a decade and a half on the air. In order, in order to avoid, you need to prepare. You need to prepare. It's that simple. Awareness, you need to be aware in order to avoid. All of these tie together, right? Preparation, avoidance, and awareness. Some things you can't avoid. So you had better be aware and you'd better be prepared. See how we can move this around and make, make this conversation? They're all three tied together. We're wrapping up this hour with Clayton Llewellyn, founder of Heaven's Harvest Foods. A fascinating conversation and one we will have more throughout the year. It's going to be a volatile year. We want you to be aware. We'll be right back. segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Final segment of the first return live broadcast after the New Year's holiday. Welcome into the six-hour studios. Mark Walters wrapping up the second hour with you. Crossbreed Holsters, Mike on Fire. We're here at AAR Ranch in Georgia. X-Insurance is presenting it all. Please go out of your way to visit all of our partners. They make these radio shows possible every single day. We have a, a new affiliate, or two, I believe, in North Carolina that will be picking up the show uh, beginning next Sunday, by the way. So new affiliates. Always love that. The growth continues. The growth continues. It's that simple. People need to hear this information, ladies and gentlemen. Our sponsors make it possible. Clayton Llewellyn is one of those sponsors and also a good friend. And it's always fun to have you on the program, Clayton, because this is stuff that we're going to talk about throughout the year. We're going to plan on being on the show quite a few times this year as we get closer and closer to twenty four uh, to the 24 elections. I am 
very pessimistic about what's getting ready to happen in 2024. I'll hold some of that close to my vest. But I have this sense that uh, with the division in the country that things could get really, really ugly, as particularly as we approach 2024, either right before or, you know, really right after, because I don't think either side's going to accept what's, what the outcome of the election is regardless. But we've already seen violence in this country. And it it it, uh, it concerns me greatly. It, it concerns me greatly. So let's go back to that that prep issue. I, I sit here thinking about this stuff during the break, and I was taking some notes as to what you were talking about those three gallon water deals. I, you have those on the site. Let's let's go ahead and put the shameless plug in. Tell people what they have at the site that they can use to get started if they don't have any type of emergency kit yet, but they're listening well, and they're thinking, you know, I might want to start. Where do people start? Yeah, look here. Here's the thing, Mark. Like. You start talking about this and everybody like kind of shuns it off or doesn't want to hear it or doesn't want to talk about it or don't think they can do it. And the thing is, like everybody needs to do it, whether you're in an apartment, whether you're in outside of a big city or whether you're in the country. And again, back to the I'm, I, I, I believe in the go bags. But at the end of the day, I want to be at home. I want right. to take care of my family at home. My defense is at home. Like my comfort is at home. Like. You need to be able to do this in your home. Don't think of it as a survivalist or a prepper as somebody that's going to run out into the woods. Because like I've said before, if you send me out into the woods with my family, I don't have to worry about surviving because my wife's going to kill me anyway. <laughs> right. Learn to do this Learn to do this at home. Learn to take care of yourself at home. A lot of what you already need is in your home. You know, the, the food, water, and shelter are like three big things when it comes to survival. Why would you want to leave your shelter? Why would you want to leave your blankets, your warmth, what's keeping you dry? You know, it's it's easy to defend. It's it's easy. It's, it's, I hate to say it's easier to defend a house than it is to run out into the streets. But for the reality of us, most of us, if we leave our homes, we're going to be running around the streets. Like, you know, and again, the, the, the food you've got there, you don't have there what you think you have there. You know, and it's, I get that all the time. Well, you know, I've got a freezer full of meat or I can go outside and shoot deer. You know, I can go to the lake and go fishing. Well, at the end of the day, if everybody starts shooting deer, you've got enough deer for a month, maybe two. I mean, they will be wiped off the face of the earth. And the thing is, how many people, if they do shoot that deer, know how to prepare it or save it or smoke it to where it'll last for two or three weeks? Because, I mean, this could this could happen in the middle of summer in 90-degree heat, and if the power is turned off, that deer you just shot is going to be around for a couple days at best. All the meat in your freezer that you think you've got saved. The power goes out. Going to go bad. It's going to go bad. Everything in your refrigerator is going to go bad. Like, look in your cupboards. You know, most people maybe have a week, maybe two weeks worth of food in their cupboards. Like, this is why you need to be thinking of the survival food. You know, there's, there's there's a month's worth of food or a week's worth of food in some of these buckets. Stick them. It's, it's, an, it's an insurance policy for for starvation. You know, we, we've all carry our homeowner's insurance, our car insurance, our health insurance. Like, start stocking this stuff away. It lasts for 25 years. This, some, this isn't something you have to replace every day. You know, you we've got people that have been buying, that are on our monthly food club, and have been buying a bucket of food a month for the last 10 years. And you, you, could, you could think, oh, they're crazy people. Well, you know, they, they're, again, they're paying no. for insurance on everything else. Now they're just no, yeah, you've heard me say it. Clayton, you sleep better at night. I, I didn't think I would until I started. And I actually do sleep better at night. I know I have. If something happens to me, today, let's just put it in these terms. If I keel over after the show, my family's got food. Yep. 
But that's the one and, and, thing they're not going to have to worry about if it hits the fan. They're, you're, that you're is the going to be removed. If you're the head of the household and you're a man sitting here right now with plenty of guns and plenty of ammo, think about what would happen if you didn't have food. You're, de- you're defenseless. You're helpless. If you don't have yeah. a way to get water for your family, you're defenseless. You're helpless. You know, and and I, guess, I, who, I, guess I, what your guns are going to defend against? People coming to take your food, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. That's the number yep. one issue. People cannot survive without it, period. Your guns aren't doing you any good if you're sitting somewhere starving and can't move. It's food. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Food and water. And like I said, the shelter, you've got that taken care of with where you live right now. I get into your, get into your medicine cabinets. You've got a ton of medicine in there already that you didn't even realize you had. You know, and it doesn't hurt to see what you have and maybe stock up on some other stuff. Get plenty of bandages and aspirin and Tylenol. Like, just the little things. You can go to Walmart and buy them for 50 bucks. Stick them in a a box and stick them in the back of the closet. Now you know they're there. You know what else is really good advice, too? Uh, And I, I don't remember where I saw this, but one of the things that you should be buying every time you hit one of these big box retailers, like a Costco or a BJ's or a Sam's Club, whatever it may be, is batteries. Every time you walk in, you should come out with a box of AAA, you know, with a package of AAA batteries, AA batteries, D batteries, whatever it is. You can't have enough of them. You know, these are just little things that can keep you going. Do you know where your flashlight is, ladies and gentlemen? When was the last time you needed a flashlight and went, where the hell is my flashlight? Okay? I'll admit that it's happened at my house, and I've got tons of flashlights. All right? Hey, I'm, I, a, I'm a big believer in candles, man. Like, I've got yeah, buckets of great candles point. at the house. You know, like, we don't know what it's truly like to be in the dark anymore. Like, we, we don't know what that's like. Like, can you imagine looking out your window at night and not seeing a light on anywhere? I mean, not a street light down the road or nothing. Like, just, it's been 100 years since we've been in the dark. Well, you know, one you of the things I've looked out. at, I, I've considered over the years, these are, these are fun conversations. I could go another hour with you. I've looked at one of those Generac generators, right? You can pick them up at big box stores, Home Depots, Lowe's, whatever. And I've got natural gas at the house. And if the power goes out for any extended time, that thing kicks on instantly. The moment your power goes out, those things go on. And while the rest of the neighborhood, there's the only thing that concerns me about that, Clayton, is if it does go out, everybody knows my house is lit up. Yep. Okay. I'm standing out like a sore thumb. That concerns me somewhat. This is why I like candles. And I'm not saying anything wrong with flashlights. Like, well, you may need flashlights, but if the power goes out and this it gets ugly, I want to be as quiet, as black, as dark as I can be. Like, shut the you lights off, lock it. the doors, and light a candle somewhere in the middle of the house that nobody can see. Flashlights and it's, bounce off the walls. And, and it's Armed American Radio. You want to be as dark as you can be? And armed up, ladies and gentlemen. Don't ever let them take your guns. Trust me. You know, I have a little sign out here in the studio that says, House protected by Shih Tzu. Shih Tzu protected by my guns. Okay? There you go. House has food. Food protected by my guns. Clayton, take the last 15 seconds. Tell people where they can go to your place because it's fantastic and get started right away, quickly. Go to HeavensHarvest.com. Like I said, everything we've put in there is stuff that I've used. I've done this for 12 years now. I've gotten rid of the garbage. We've only got good stuff in the bucket. 
And if you got any questions, call us. We'll be more than happy to help you out, get you started. The numbers on the website, ladies and gentlemen. Heavensharvest.com. Clayton Llewellyn, thanks for being here. Plan on being here more frequently this year. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy your day. We'll see you on the radio. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. Uh-huh.